If there was never a first time that I dreamed my dream, then our knowing each to the other is eternal. It is uncountable. The story does not travel on a line of time, past, present or future. We dance within a sphere, bodies float and flip, sometimes colliding. We fuse and part again. We burst with joy. Unlike all the stories we have ever told, there is no middle, there is no end, there is no fall, a continuing mystery of tiny miracles spinning high in luminous air above a troubled sea. I wake, I rise. I release, I wash, I caress my body, I taste of nothing. The dream, colour, vivid, streaming, my purpose, my destination, a mystery. I am invisible. I stomp my dripping feet right then left onto the wooden boards. I go to my trunk. I retrieve Thomas's woolen cloak. I bury my head in his scent. I dress, I drink, I eat, I walk. So far away lost in language, your story, I am story, we are nothing, nothing but story, or are we dancing, dancing in tongues, there is fire within me today, embers smouldering, heat that twists and pulls at my tempered heart, a woman, alone, invisible, yet bound, safe and secure. I've always taken comfort from my place on the edge, just as Thomas does, to imagine a bigger life. His one blind eye, my body also touched, the left leg shorter, we are marked, we are touched, there on the margins, Thomas and Eliza, left alone to dream, half in flight, uplifted from the earth, spirits lighter. Mother always said my soul was lighter, one leg higher. Yet as a girl it was falling, not flying, that was my mark. Plain, awkward, accountable only to myself. In a new world, we would find our community, our sphere of action, a new social contract, a place 
for our mortal souls to find their purpose. I throw off the blankets and let winter's kiss rouse my body. I have not been alone this dreaming night. Returning from above the tides, I see him, tall and gleaming. The sentinel calls to me, sings to me, over and over, words stirring and sonorous, reaching inside to untwist my sinewy heart. in its rich aroma, straw in colour and in freshness. I have learned again to love this imperfect body. Arm raised and nose nuzzled deep, I find exotic the spicy scent of my armpits. I measure my health by the taste of my quim, somewhat sweet, slightly salty. My vocation as a teacher is untenable in the pious schools of the colony. A widow in middle age with a certain disability. Uninvited to official gatherings. I frown into my morning mind. My manner, irreligious, non-conforming, has always been my path to pride and freedom. To purpose. Not here. Now it binds me. Yes, a roiling, useless righteousness scraping against the grain. I feel it weaving and entwining, there, glowering darkly. Oh, there is jealousy in my heart. I remind my shrinking spirit that I can find my grace, my contribution. I am warmed by my friendship with Meg. We are accustomed to the margins of society. I straighten up, I breathe out, strong and slow. We take comfort in our freedom. The convict women settle in, find their place, find a man to swive. Each gives comfort in their coupling. It's all the same when body falls for body, just to hold, someone to kiss, caress, gestures 
kind and playful in this harshened land. These women, they are the opposite to me. There are none of them invisible. They shout and laugh, cajole and caper. They are at play. Sometimes when they laugh, the air lifts. A balm, soft joy to smooth the roughly hewn. Anguish unfolds and begins to lift. The soldiers, less grim in their duties, so interminable their work. So slow the building of the town, hunger always gnawing at their bellies. There grows a fragile joy in this small settlement. It lifts and wafts, it flows, a thin stream of lustrous clear, a playful breeze, high morning bird song, hearts softening. We face the new land, we shed our grief, our fear, our loss. Our angst begins to shift, seeping into the sandy soil. Spring rain, so delicate. Fallen leaves, color of hope. Pink and gold, soft fire and green. The colors of the stars. The women have each other, even as they push and snatch and fight, cackle or call even as they sulk and stomp and shake their fists, angry, hurt, jealous, abandoned, drunk, afraid, even then, now, they have each other. A tide of souls, a river of imperfection, a shallow pool of urging, tangled passions, Whirl and gather, rising and refilling, replenishing a void. The starman does not smile or laugh. He grows more earnest, serious in his duty. But the women on the headland, both convicts and our quiet strangers, find lines of kindred humour in each other. They commune, they tease, they touch. They breathe their humour, thriving on each other's cheer, touching hair and clothes and bodies, always a joke, a game, the chase, the tease, the laughter. In the settlement, the sombre work of building, growing and expanding, takes on a freshly sharpened edge as the days lengthen and the earth warms under softer light. 